Station, stand by. You are listening now to Radio Law Talk and RadioLawTalk.com. And we are privileged to have with us now your hosts, uh, Mr. Fred Penny, who, of course, is the real host, and Mr. Todd Kunin, who is sitting in with him. No, I don't know why the Open didn't run, but I'll figure it out. And good morning to both of you. A good day to you, I should say. Don't know when people are listening to the show, but good day to you and welcome. Cal, it's important to turn the, the red button that says on. <laughs> That's not, not that the goes to the on position. I have just rebooted the player software. Hold on, let's see. I can't go without my music. There we go. All right, now it's 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 here. It's here. All right, here we go. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadioLawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, finally, RadioLawTalk.com. You know, Cal, I'm changing up my intro because of this. I'm Frederick Penny, your host. I want to mention the three-time Emmy Award nominee <laughs> producer, oh, Cal Hunter, but never a winner <laughs> for a reason. Gee, why would that be? Because why he can't would that be? get the sound right. No. Oh, that my was gosh. Not, listen, that was not me. You will never live that one down. <laughs> Welcome, new affiliates. <laughs> <laughs> Todd Cunin to my right. He is my good friend, a former prosecutor for district attorney's office in Tennessee and in California. He is uh, the guy that uh, kind of keeps me balanced. Not true. Denise <laughs> is not here. She's our other co-host. And it is the three amigos, Cal, Todd, and Fred. Watch out today is going to be very interesting because Denise is not here to keep us balanced. So it, here we go. It's going to be... It's going to be fun. Put on your seatbelts, folks. We're going for a ride. <laughs> and, and Todd, of all people, has the most to gain today, if you think about it. Well, he's gained quite a bit, I see. Well, no, yes, no, I, I, oh. you know. Not, not just oh, oh, in oh. the girth division, which oh. is, that's a whole separate department of Radio Law Talk. Foot but, goes in here. <laughs> but, but in the score for Case or No Case, uh-huh. he has a lot to gain here because Denise has 38 points. Fred, you have 31. Uh-huh. And Mr. Cunin has 21. And those of you who first joining us have no idea what you're talking no about. It's, they yeah. probably think it's bingo, yeah. but what we have is a thing called case or no case. Case or no case is everybody's favorite uh, uh, part of our show where Cal Hunter, our illustrious producer and loser, and loser, <laughs> and three-time <laughs> Emmy Award nominee but never a winner, um, but when he throws out a case to us lawyers and we try to guess whether or not it's a case or opine whether it's a case and who won the case and how it turned out. And you can always Please call in and join our fun that we have at 855-LAW-RADIO. Again, that's 855-LAW-RADIO. Or tweet us at Radio Law Talk. Go to www.radiolawtalk.com if you want to listen live or play live. And we have info at Radio Law Talk if you want to email us. Is that enough plugging or not, Cal? What do you think? I think that was yeah. I think it was pretty good, actually. Okay, the thing right. we didn't mention is a lot of places, stations will listen. They'll get one hour of us uh, on a delay. If you want to hear the 
show live, right. radiolawtalk.com, or if you can't catch the whole thing but you have a long commute, you can also get all of the previous episodes on Radio Law Talks. If you're a podcast listener, get it all right there. Remember, it's important we're talking about general topics of law. Seek counsel in your own area. We are heard all across the United States, and don't go to your local courthouse and say, Your Honor, on Radio Law Talk, Todd Cunin mentioned the following. Uh, well, uh, in my court, it uh, doesn't matter what Todd Cunin says. <laughs> However, we always say, for those of you new listeners, it is okay to use us where, Todd? Well, you know, when you're around the table at Thanksgiving or in a family gathering and somebody is referring to the infamous they, as in they said or they did a study yep. or I heard, and it's never referenced to anybody, you can use what you heard on Radio Law Talk to counter that. So to anybody who says they, you can say, well, on Radio Law Talk, I heard Fred Penning say, and quite frankly, quite frankly, your best bet is when Denise is here to say, I heard Denise say, because that's probably got the most credibility. Cal, you had a comment. No, 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 that was it. I was just going to make sure that you made sure, included that if you're going to quote any one of the holy trinity of Radio Law Talk, right. that it's Denise Dirks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was, that was. Denise is a family law lawyer, a very bright, intelligent uh, lawyer, but she's gone today. But we're going to talk about some fun things today. We're going to talk about the most, probably the most important thing today we're talking about is Kim Kardashian's going to law school, I think. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know what? Look. The world needs more lawyers, and I know that. That's, yeah, that's very important, Cal. Thank you for the applause. But we need Kim Kardashian in the legal realm because I, I think – I don't know that I could do without it. I, well, look, Kim Kardashian going to law school, I, there's a study group I would love to be a part of. Okay, So for all my study group partners, I got you all Gucci bags, and, um, and, and, and I've got everybody. Okay, these are $1,000 book covers, Okay, because if we're going to study, we have to study in fashion. We have to look good. Yes, yes. And I'm just delighted she's thinking of doing something productive. You know, other than the fashion thing, which is great, but I mean, in terms of you know, going out and earning a living, I think Cal, it's wonderful. Well, no, I'm hard, wrong. hard pass. Hard pass. On, <laughs> oh, I know, it's her. crazy. I'll but, pass yeah, on yeah, that. Yeah. And you know, what we also got we got we got to talk about Avenatti. We're talking about the Washington Post is trying to get out of the lawsuit. Uh, that he's trying to get their just their case uh, where they've been sued by the Covington Catholic Church. A uh, kid. Uh, yep. What was his name? First name again? Uh, uh, Scheinman. Oh, Scheinman. Oh, uh, oh, where is name. it here? Hold on, hold on. Nicholas Sandman. Sandman. All right. And I knew then, it had an S in it. And, <laughs> and we're going to talk about Cosby. He has some lawsuits. We got Julian Assange. Uh, we've got. Uh, the most important one is the Flintstone House lawsuit. There is a serious a problem with a Flintstone house being sued. These these people, it's a beautiful house, and it's got all Flintstone stuff, and they're suing them, and they're saying it's a, an eyesore. I, yeah. I, I don't know about you, but to me, that is just a travesty. I, 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 you know, look, if ever there was a family that you would love to travel down the street with through the courtesy of Fred's Big Feet, that is what I would want. Uh, you know, don't, don't take pot shots of the Flintstones. Well, here's the other thing. Even worse than that, you ready for this? Burning Man, which, by the way, those of you who are first joining us, Burning Man is the most important legal topic that we like to talk about. They may be getting rid of Burning Man because of some environmental issues. So we're going to talk about that and the legal impl implications of that. Say it isn't so. It I, is. The irony of all ironies, but yes. <laughs> Before we get going, look, we, we have a lot of wonderful affiliates out there, especially... Uh, 
sorry, but we do have a favorite, and it is uh, one thing. Cal, are you ready to? Uh, it's one one person we one affiliate we love more than probably almost just a, a touch. I is like the Amargosa Valley. The Amargosa Valley was one of our original affiliates, and we love them. We uh, welcome them. But today we're going to welcome KYKN, fourteen thirty a.m. Salem, Oregon. What a joy to have Salem, Oregon. What a beautiful, beautiful part of the world in Salem, Oregon. I have been there, but I think it was a long time ago. And for those of you that are, I mean, of all of the weeks for Denise to be gone, to be gone the week that we start in Salem, Oregon, because, folks, what you need to understand is Denise Dirks is an Oregon duck, born, bred. She's from the area. She comes into Radio Law talk every time with her Oregon duck coffee mug. Any t- you know, football season, it's always what the ducks are doing, and so uh, she's really happy that we're up there, and you're going to enjoy hearing from her a lot of anecdotes. And for those of you also, by the way, the Amargosa Valley, for those of you that like might not have Amargosa a map, Valley. the Amargosa Valley is in Nevada, right. and it's in the area close to... Las Vegas. Las Vegas, Area 51. One that of the reasons we like it. Hey, shout out to Mike, Sergeant Mike, and Dave Bourne, who helped us get uh, Salem, Oregon on the air. But by the way, uh, I, I first wrote down St. Mike. I almost said St. Mike, but it's Sergeant Mike. The same first name as my wife. Sergeant? Your wife's first name is Sergeant? It is all the time. Yes. <laughs> ma'am, yes, ma'am. <laughs> Boy. We'll be right back. We're going to talk about legal issues. I'm Fred Penny, your host. This is Radio Law Talk. Don't forget, Radio Law Talk on your favorite radio station and on radiolawtalk.com. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. The cost of getting rid of garbage is high, and recycling products is lucrative. If you're a business or know of a business that needs an individual compactor or baler, call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. If you already have an industrial compactor, baler, or shredder and need service, don't forget to call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. Northwest Compacting, your full-service industrial compacting and baling company. Read more about them at northwestcompacting.com. I am Cameron Levitt, Chief Operating Officer of Concussion Medical Clinic. California's first concussion medical clinic is now open. As concussions increase each year, there has never been a greater need for concussion specialists. Our physicians at Concussion Medical Clinic are board certified in pediatric neurology and sports medicine and have partnered with universities, hospitals, and rehab clinics to expedite the recovery process. Simply put, we are elevating the standard of care. When you need an expert concussion opinion or concussion care, visit concussionmedicalclinic.com to schedule your appointment. Many women have so many clothes in the closet, but then we go to get dressed and find we have nothing to wear. Ah! We've all been there. We all want to be comfortable and fashionable at the same time, and it's difficult to find clothing that makes that task effortless. But at Letty & Company, you can find trendy, comfortable clothing that is affordable, things you want to wear every day. Shop with a purpose online with free shipping. Just go to L-E-T-T-Y and Company. Letty and Company.com. 
Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. You're listening to RadioLawTalk.com. And now, back to your host, Frederick Penny. We're back to our favorite time of Radio Law Talk, which is Case or No Case. Cal, roll it! Now it's time to play Case or No Case. Yay! Where's my Fred, Fred, Fred stuff? Oh, there it is. About time. Told you, one of the Windows machines is giving me a difficult time today. But at any rate, we'll get it straightened out. Yes, I, Mr. I, I, I got to say uh, something. Just for today's show in particular, because regardless of when you're listening, as as of the taping of today's show, there's a fairly popular golf tournament that's going on. So I am going to interject various golf commentary oh, with no. the golf commentary voice oh. while we do some of these instances. So when you hear that, that is why, because for some reason I have been interested. But... You see, and I've already got the golf clap queued up. So All three of them? Yeah, yes, yes, yes. All right, Cal. Well, it's a small crowd. All right, for case or no case, I'm going to take you today to New Oxford, Pennsylvania. Okay. That's right. Remember, we have a new affiliate in, in uh, Pennsylvania, so I figured let's go there. Okay. Uh, a, a tenured and well-respected teacher was fired from her job, Nancy Zelmo. Nancy Selma worked at an alternative education program in New Oxford, Pennsylvania, and she apparently liked to drive while she was drunk. Uh-oh. At least she has been convicted of alcohol-related drinking three times. Now, here's the problem. The school at which she teaches is an alcohol residential facility (laughs) for teenagers right near the community of Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. The school said her conduct was a violation of her morals clause, and they cut her loose even though, and this is critical, remember she's tenured, even though her DUIs did not affect her classroom performance, and they acknowledged that. And so... I, by the way, next hour you'll be able to do your double jeopardy thing. But this time I ask you, case or no case? And since this is a criminal matter, I would defer to the man who might understand a little of the criminal, uh, you know, scene, so to speak. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and that would be, <laughs> and that would be Mr. Todd Cunin. What say you? Well, you know, the first thing I thought of as you were going through this is um, some people's meaning in life or role in life is to serve as a warning to others. <laughs> and, and so, you know, you, here you've got her with everything she is doing and, uh, and, and you know, you can see the teens in the class going and she shows up after her third DUI and they're like, yeah, I don't want to do that. But by the same token, by the same token, if you're trying to show these teens the dangers of drinking, and yet here's a person that continues to do it, doesn't suffer any consequences in terms of her employment, she's tenured, it's a bit hypocritical to have her sit there and do that. I'm, I am I am shocked that they said that this did not affect uh, 
um, they acknowledge that, that that it didn't yeah. affect it because I would think that the the fact that of the conviction alone would undermine the credibility of her message to the teens, right? Well, I'm sure there's that, so, but they're saying as far as her work in the classroom, it was not impacted in any pejorative it's way. Because she was way. she was DUI, which is driving under the influence, and not TUI, which is teaching under right, the that influence. That would be a problem. Okay, so um, new terms today. Yes, yeah, so. <laughs> I am going to say that you got the crickets with going, all yeah. of this. <laughs> with all of that, get the cricket. I'm going to say, it's, I'm, I'm gonna say it's no case. I'm going. I'm going with no case. Oh, no case. Oh, no case. Yes. All right, Mr. Penny. I, I, I'll say it's no case, based maybe on a true story, but not a case. All right. Here's the thing that you have well, don't to you learn. Think it's ironic. Come yeah. on now. <laughs> Those of you out there listening to Radio Law Talk. Cal, it's all about figuring Cal out. This really isn't about a legal issue. It's about looking through the glass. Let me picture. We have a studio. We have our own studio. We have one room that we're in. We're looking through the glass at the the production control room. Mm -hmm. And we can see Cal sitting in his seat. And we have to look at his face because he's so good at trickery. And I'm going to call the word trick. Call it trickery. He always tricks us. And I'm looking at him. I'm saying, this is a very forthright, thoughtful intelligent type of case that has been laid out. Fred Penny with the uphill lie. <laughs> so I'm thinking <laughs> Todd, <the> Todd <laughs> is, is, is nailed it by saying no case. But I've got to gain points on Todd. By the way, those of you who don't know, what we went go for is uh, Cal's wife's spaghetti. So whoever gets to 100 points first gets her spaghetti because it is the best spaghetti in the world. He's consulted with his caddy. He's deciding to make a point. Fred, <laughs> here's, here's the backswing. <laughs> so I'm going to say it is a case so I can gain points on him. I'm going to say it's a private contract and it's a mor- they have a moral clause which they're allowed to kick her out because of that. Case, she loses, school kicks her out. Fred takes an aggressive approach wow. trying to avoid the green side bunker. <laughs> and, and here's... Here's here's the problem. Oh. He's on the green. He's on the green. Yes, oh, I win. No. Yeah. Fred. Fred. Uh, yeah, yeah, keep the, playing that. The, the background behind this is really quite fascinating, actually, because it was 1999. She pled guilty to her third DUI. She had her driver's license revoked, served a 92-day jail sentence, but only on nights and weekends and summer vacation, so it wouldn't interfere with her teaching. And she went back and said, look, it's not interfering. And they said, well, you're doing fine in the classroom. But, you know, we, we just can't. Ha- no, we can't have you in a, in a school for reformed teen drugs and have you be a drunk yourself. I'm sorry. And so based on the morals clause, she's out. So two points for Mr. Penny. Fred Penny's the and, smarter lawyer in this room. And Mr. Kunin, uh, I yes. guess we would yes. say no Fred drains the long no putt. for you. No points for you. <laughs> I, I got I to tell you, so just about DUIs in general, because, you know, this case or no case, we're, we're you know, poking fun, having fun here. But as a criminal defense attorney, and even when I was as a prosecutor, I get making a mistake and somebody picks up one DUI, but for the life of me, I cannot imagine after everything you've gone through on the first DUI, picking up another one, let alone a third or a fourth, which then it becomes a felony in most states. That's right. just, it's mind-boggling. 
Well, those of you who want to join in, 855-LAW-RADIO, uh, we have uh, every single hour, and we have multiple shows, by the way. We always like to put on a uh, case or no case, but uh, you can tweet us at Radio Law Talk. Call us 855-LAW-RADIO. We're going to talk a little bit about the Kardashians when we come back. Todd and I, we are, we are holding the fort down without Denise. Although she did text and say case and she wins. It was case and she lost, so Denise no, would have lost a point. She's not allowed, yeah. so we'll be right back. Stay tuned. You are listening to Radio Law Talk right here on your favorite radio station and for many of you on radiolawtalk.com. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Not all law firms have extensive experience in all areas of the law. It's wise to look for firms that have knowledge and understanding in your particular area of concern. So go to ProLawFirms.com. They have listings of attorneys in key areas of practice, such as family law, estate planning, personal injury, bankruptcy, and so forth. When you're looking for a lawyer that has extensive experience in your particular area of need, go to ProLawFirms.com. That's ProLawFirms.com. ProLawFirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds. When you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at pennyandassociates.com. See, that wasn't... USA Radio News with Robin Walensky. President Trump sending more troops to the U.S.-Mexico border and is considering a plan to release illegal aliens into sanctuary cities like San Francisco, where House Speaker Nancy Pelosi lives. President Trump tweeting a video of Minnesota Congresswoman Democrat Ilhan Omar making her statement that some people did something on 9-11. She never mentions radical Islamic terrorists. Now edited into this video, actual footage from the terrorist attack, 17 and a half years ago. Care was founded after 9-11 because they recognized that some people did something. Right oh, now. there's another one. Another plane just hit. <gasps> some people did something. Oh my goodness, there is smoke pouring out of the Pentagon. Some people did something. And President Trump tweeting above the video in all caps, we will never forget. You're listening to USA Radio News. 
Hi, this is Wayne Allen Ruth, the capitalist evangelist. I'm here to introduce you to a special company with the potential to be one of the great all-American stories. Fortum Resources is a publicly traded, diversified, natural resource company with oil, gas, and mining properties in North America and internationally. Fortum is led by Chairman Mark Bruner, the legendary oil man who built ultra petroleum from a 15-cent stock to $200 per share, creating $15 billion in shareholder profits. Mark has 30 years of experience in the oil and gas industry, overseeing contracts with Halliburton, ExxonMobil, and Hess. Fordham has over 350,000 acres of oil and gas resources, and more than half the acreage has been evaluated by world-renowned auditors Deloitte Touche. Fordham also owns the rights to the 180-square-mile City of Gold mining property. Fordham is traded on two global exchanges, U.S. ticker symbol FTMR. Repeat, FTMR. This is a rare ground floor opportunity to capitalize on a proven energy industry legend. Please visit FordhamResources.com. That's Fordham, F-O-R-T-E-M, Resources.com. It's been said, any society is only three missed meals away from chaos. Those times may be near. Think about it. Our country faces multiple terrorist threats and aggressions from Russia and North Korea. Social unrest and violent marches yet again may lead to looting of stores and city shutdowns. And our crumbling infrastructure leaves our power grid vulnerable to long-term outages from a single cyber attack. When the chaos from any one of these threats arises, the government knows it can't provide during a widespread national emergency. That's why you need your own plan for self-reliance. That's where My Patriot Supply comes in. Get a four-week survival food supply for only $99. That includes breakfast, lunches, and dinners. Order online at preparewithgcn.com. $99 for four weeks of survival food that tastes like homemade cooking and lasts up to 25 years from My Patriot Supply. Get your kits today at preparewithgcn.com. Free shipping is included. Preparewithgcn.com. Go to the website, radiolawtalk.com. You can listen to the show there, and there's a lot of other good information, too. That's radiolawtalk.com. So Kim Kardashian is interviewed by Vogue, and she has apparently taken a uh, job, a four-year apprentice with a law firm in San Francisco this uh, past summer, and uh, is, says she wants to go to law school and become a lawyer. And, uh, Todd, you pointed out that her father was a lawyer. Tell her the, the, the facts, the interesting right. facts about that. So uh, some of you may recall a, a former football player, celebrity, who was accused and acquitted of killing his wife, but then found liable for her deaths and the death of another individual was there, one O.J. Simpson. Mm. And Mr. Simpson had a friend of his who was a lawyer and was the first person that he called when Simpson became the subject of the investigation for the murder of his uh, former spouse, and that was none other than um, Kardashian, who is Kim Kardashian's father. And he was the attorney. I mean, he doing a murder trial like this was sort of outside of his realm of expertise. Um, he handled other things, so Kardashian was responsible for assembling and getting in touch with the legal team that became the Dream Team. He brought in Bob Shapiro, and then they brought in Johnny Cochran, and then brought in you know yeah, Bob, everybody Bob, Bob. else. Right. Um, but and, they, and they brought in the judge. And yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, 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 don't get me started on that. And right? Kardashian was the one that was responsible for that. In fact, in fact, and if you know there's the O.J. Simpson Made in America series with Cuba Gooding Jr. that played O.J. Simpson. Which was really good. They followed a storyline uh, where Kardashian was actually played by Matthew Schwimmer, who 
was Ross on Friends. And uh, the storyline they followed there was at the at the onset, Kardashian was very supportive of OJ. Couldn't have done this, uh, family friend. But by the end, was convinced that OJ was guilty. To that okay. fact, like okay. on his deathbed, he wouldn't see OJ, you know, stuff yes. like that. Yes, yeah. and and one of the things that really leads to that's interesting. I remember I was in law school. I was in my first year law school torts class when they said the verdict is ready to be delivered, and so they brought a television set in, stopped the torts class brought on the news, were watching it, and when they said Orenthal James Simpson not guilty, Kardashian was standing right in front of OJ, and he had a look on his face like, what? I cannot yeah, believe right. this verdict. Right. And, uh, and that is the background for the Kardashians. They come from a lawyer family. Uh, that's interesting. That's great. That's great background. But she, but she wants to, uh, to go to law school and become an advocate. Apparently, she's an advocate for a, a number of things. And those of you who are first join, are joining us here. We are a politically neutral radio show. We argue both sides, the middle, the left, the right. We don't care. But we, but we just say, okay, uh, let's see how how it's going. But, but I think one important thing is. I'm wondering what uh, – does she say, like, excuse me, the uh, Lassat? Now, what is the Lassat? Do I have to take the Lassat When do I, I take the Lassat? Oh, the LSAT? Oh, yeah. that's the law school admission test. Oh, that's my oh. question. How do how do you get into law school if you've been out of out of college for a long time? You just walk up and say, "Hey, I got some money. Can I come come and hang out?" Or how does that work? Well, it depends. So let's say you're going to go to an ABA, American Bar Association accredited law school, which you probably would okay. want to do. So, um, if you go to an ABA accredited school, you have to have a bachelor's degree, and you have the bachelor's degree, and then the LSAT, not the LSAT, not the LSAT. Yes, the LSAT is the test that you need to take. If you go to if you go to uh, get your MBA, you take the GMAT. If you go to uh, medical school, they take the MCAT. Yeah, dental school, same thing. And uh, so, going to law school, you take the LSAT. So, if you have your bachelor's degree and an LSAT score, then you start applying to law schools. And depending on the strength of both your GPA, the reputation of the school, and the LSAT depends on what school lets you in. And if you want to be a jazz musician, you you know what you do? You take the Cool Cat. The cool. Oh, ah, yeah, yeah. I'm just. Oh, I, I, ju- yeah. I just. Oh, oh, that one hurt, Cal. Oh, that one was so bad. That one hurt. I felt Thank that. you. Hey, all I gotta say is, can you see her walking into court, Your Honor? Are the cameras on? Yes, I, I, I filed a legal brief to allow me to bring my entourage and all this to come in. And on legal briefs, can you see the the partner of the law firm? Wait, it uh, smells really good. Yes, <laughs> yes. I, I decided to spritz it with a little bit of a Chanel Number no. Five and to really glitter. make my point. And some, now, see, and some now, now you're talking like the movie. Uh, what's the movie? The the blonde oh. where, the, where the young lady was the law school student. Yeah. Oh, legally, legally blonde. Legally blonde. You're sounding that, that she would be like that. Do you think? Do you think that's a viable scenario? I mean, does she have the chops, do you think? To do? Uh, you know, t- time will tell. I'm just curious if when uh, she was asked to maybe draft a legal brief, she says, now, would you like those Calvin Klein briefs or Yves Saint Laurent? Right, but I mean, uh, law school is a bloody... Boy, are we pounding on her today. <laughs> but it's a bloody grind. You guys know this. It's difficult. It is. It is. It is. But, you know, and Fred, you mentioned this. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, there was a way that you could become a lawyer in the state of California and not go to law school. Some others. I think there's four or five states that Yeah, and, and, and right. basically, you know, before law schools really got out 
you know, and big business and all this, you could become an apprentice, and based upon the strength of your competency and performance, you could apply to the bar. Now, I don't know how viable that is anymore. I certainly haven't, I haven't heard, heard of anybody it. doing well, that. Abraham Lincoln did something very similar. He never he was not a law well, school Well, Cal, grad. he was your friend, wasn't he? Yeah, I knew him very well. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say. <laughs> he called me dishonest Cal <laughs> after case or no case. There you go. <laughs> Crooked Cal. Yeah, of course, I'm sure Kim Kardashian's like, terrible thing, but Mrs. Lincoln, how did you like the play, nonetheless? Yeah, yeah, so, right. But but it, seriously, if you think about the the grind of going to law school right, right now, right. as opposed to even what it was, I would imagine, 20 years ago, and the competitive nature of getting into law school... Well. I'm just curious how this is all going to unfold. Look, there's no competitive nature. We got the we got the scandal going on. I know. Too. That's I true. Know. What are you talking uh, about? I mean, I'm, I'm worried about Kim paying her. Okay. Uh, wait, look, 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 guys. We got our, We need your check today for uh, your admissions into the school. Uh, let me write you a check. I'm waiting for Kim to say, but I'm on the rowing team. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this is the USC theme song. She's used to it at every yes. athletic event. Yes. Oh, okay. I don't know. <laughs> but, but let's 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 also say this. So if you go to, I, I, who, what's the? Is it U.S. News that ranks the law schools? Have yeah, U.S. News first, World Report. Okay, so right. so they have their rankings of first tier, second tier, third tier, fourth tier, fifth tier law schools. Look, you can find a law school that pretty much anybody can get into. In California, there are non-ABA schools, right? In Arizona, they, there's a number of and, two. And in, in California, if you go to a non-ABA school, there are a few more hoops that you have to jump through. But, you know, we have a joke in here sometimes that we say, you know, if you pay my fee, I'll take your case. And there are schools out there that in essence, say, if you pay our tuition, you'll get a law degree. Whether or not that would be adequate for you to pass the bar is another thing, but there are definitely schools that you can go to. Right. And, and, and not to knock on those, I will say this. I have been in trial up against Harvard, no knock on Chris Rodriguez, Harvard-trained attorneys that didn't know their rear end from a hole in the ground when it came to court. And I've also been in trial against attorneys that went to relatively obscure law schools that will eat your lunch. And it, it's all about what you do with it what, once you get the exactly degree. Right. pay my fee, uh-huh. I'll take yeah. your case. Call us at 855-LAW-RADIO or tweet us at Radio Law Talk. Avenatti. Let's talk a little bit about Avenatti. This, this, those of you who have been living under a rock for the past, <laughs> what, two, three years? And before we even get into Avenatti, we're going to talk about he's got indictments against him. Go ahead. But i got to tell you Do you know that the, for today's show, living under a rock could actually be an allusion to our Flintstone story that's coming up? For Today's show and today's show only, but but yeah, that's good. You're right. Avenatti. So so I'm gonna quote Avenatti. The 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 part that I said. (laughs) I'm gonna quote Avenatti. This is is great. Okay, so he tweets out, and this is before we get into this. He said um, he's free on three hundred thousand dollar bond. He tweeted on Thursday morning, quote. I've made many powerful enemies over the last two decades. Really? Gee, you think? Really? <laughs> you think? So. I mean, I mean, one of one of your powerful enemies is the president of the United States, which lawsuit you were part of ended up in your client being forced to pay. Lost twice. <laughs> Lost twice. So to the tune of combined almost three hundred thousand dollars. But you were talking about if you're living under a rock. Tell so. about just the, the, give a quick overview. Sure. So Michael Avenatti. He is an individual who represented Stormy Daniels against the president and 
has been very critical of the president and has uh, gotten himself into hot water. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk about how about a week and a half ago he's being sued or prosecuted federally for trying to take on Nike. And now we've got more stuff coming up. And And a civil case by his former partner that while he's sitting there in court in civil case, uh, by the way, down the street, you just got uh, indicted. Whoops, I'm going to plead the fifth. We're going to talk about that, how that all plays in. And we'll be right back with Radio Law Talk. I'm your host, Frederick Penny, with Todd Cunin and our wonderful producer, Cal Hunter. 855-LAW-RADIO, that's the number. You want to give us a ring, we'd be glad to hear you chime in on the things we're talking about right here on Radio Law Talk. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Radio Law Talk. I like that show. You're listening to RadioLawTalk.com. And now, back to your host, Frederick Penny. Radio Law Talk. Finish up what you were talking about, Avenatti, the history, Todd. Okay, so Michael Avenatti, you know, been an attorney for a long time, but really broke onto the scene when he undertook the representation of Stormy Daniels, who was seeking to undo a confidentiality agreement based up, that was reached with, uh, with Donald Trump through his lawyer, Michael Cohen, who is now getting ready to go to prison for his involvement in that and other things. And Avenatti was very outspoken in his representation of Stormy Daniels, and that's where he broke onto the national scene, and as a result of that, became a frequent commentator on CNN, and, I mean, you couldn't turn the news on at night without seeing him, and he rode that he rode that wave to stardom. I mean, he even got to the point where he announced that he was forming an exploratory committee to run for the presidency of the United States in 2020, and, you know, then the proverbial house of cards started to fall down. Um, the Stormy Daniels law lawsuit ultimately was much ado about nothing from a legal standpoint and his client Miss Daniels was ultimately ordered to pay Donald Trump's legal fees for trying to defend what ended up being a frivolous or a, a non-meritorious lawsuit to the tune of about $300,000. So you've got that. Uh, more recently, you've got uh, Avenatti dealing with an indictment based upon something that happened in negotiations, I'm using air quotes, with Nike. He claimed to have been involved in an investigation had clients who had claims that Nike was involved in a pay-to-play scandal, so to speak, where they're paying college athletes so that they would go to certain schools and wear the apparel and all of that, much like the Adidas, no. much like the Adidas stuff where people have been prosecuted and whatnot. And he got into hot water given the manner in which he chose to negotiate. And that's been a topic of conversation. 
conversation among us about how much leeway does an attorney have when negotiating cases. And there is a certain amount of leeway, but where Avenatti, in my opinion, really got in trouble here was initially he went to Nike and essentially said, we have all of this. I have a a public forum, and if you don't settle with us, we're going to go public with these, and it's going to hurt your stock price and do whatever. Where I have a problem is the next step that he took when he said... Allegedly took. Allegedly this took. This is all out, just so you know. Let's back up. Tell them about the... We, this is all yes. alleged. We truly believe in the notion, innocent until proven guilty. And this is what we're going over, Avenatti, is what the indictments are, which Todd, which is exactly what the government is saying That's he right. did. And he has not had time to respond other than... I didn't do those things, or I'm innocent. Exactly. So when he first went to Nike and made these allegations, okay, allegedly on Nike's behalf, Nike immediately went to the federal government and said, this guy's making this stuff. And so the federal government was on the line recording the next phone call that came in. So they allege that they have recordings of Avenatti saying, in addition to settling, you can settle with my client for X amount, but as part of the settlement, you also have to hire my law firm to investigate on behalf of Nike other instances of this. And that's where, if true, in my opinion, he went afoul of the negotiating process because now he's negotiating not just solely for his client, but for his law firm and personal enrichment as well. And that's a conflict of interest, and it bleeds in. So that's what he's facing with Nike. Now, he's been indicted. I think the maximum charge is somewhere around 47 years, the maximum penalty or something for what's going on. And he's facing that out in the East Coast. Now, while that was going on, he had a partner, a partner, who was suing him for unpaid fees going back quite some time. And they're in the middle of that civil suit. And, Fred, what happens in so, the middle of the so civil suit? So, Mr. Frank, his partner, is trying to collect on $4.85 million. I mean, he's in the collection part. And apparently, like, just down the hall or down the road, I don't remember if it was just down the hall down the road, it's like... Uh, you just got indicted, and then he pleads the fifth, so that thing goes, so goes neutral. In the middle of those proceedings, he gets indicted, and now he can't say anything to defend himself. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so that's the going guy on. who sued him, is he asking, am I ever going to get my money? How I, do, how, I mean, how's that going to work? Exactly. Good luck in getting your money out of this. And then we have also the bankruptcy court issue, where his first firm that he had apparently it's, filed bankruptcy. That was Egan Avenatti. Yeah. Uh, not Avenatti and Associates, that law firm filed for bankruptcy, and if you had heard in the past, people were going after him for unpaid rent and unpaid this. The law firm wasn't paying the rent on their properties. That was all the bankruptcy law firm that that was happening. And then on the heels of all of that, we have what happened this week, which is another indictment here on the West Coast, and this indictment is for his conduct as an attorney, where it's alleged that he was basically pilfering the attorney-client trust fund. For those of you that don't know, when money comes in on behalf of a client, it goes into a trust fund that the attorney's law firm has, and that is do not touch money. It belongs there. You're holding it for and in behalf of your client. It's not your money. Well, he's getting this money, 
And it's alleged that he'd get, in one case, he got a $4 million settlement on behalf of a client in 2015. The client is a paraplegic on disability, and he didn't tell the client that he got the money. After about four months, the $4 million was gone because he spent it on other things. And the most the client is claiming he ever received of the $4 million that was part of the settlement was $124,000 in installments ranging from $1,000 to $1,900 to pay rent and other assistance. Living facility, and that payments. was a loan theoretically. That's right? right. So what they're what the allegation is is that money would come in for the client. Avenatti wouldn't tell the client the money that was theirs was in the bank, and then would say, well, in essence, it's not here, but I'll loan you money at ten percent or whatever the percentage rate was even though their money was actually there. That happened with the, the $4 million. There was another one, I think, for like $1.4 million. Um, and, and so that is, in essence, what he is facing there, and a lot of time for that. Fred? Yeah, the interesting thing about that uh, $4 million, where did that money go? In the indictment, again, this was all alleged, that money went to GB Autosports, his race car team, and went to, he had an actual Seattle coffee company called Global Baristas, and it, it went it went under. So he was funneling money into his racing team. And by the way, I looked up this racing team, and it it wasn't like George and Steve racing at the local track on dirt. This was like a high end race team that was uh, racing all over the United States. And so he put the money into a race car team, into his Seattle Coffee Company, and he's like. Uh, I don't have the money, but yeah, we do. I think we settled that case. So last week, last week, one of his jets, I think he has two jets, one of them. Does he have two? I thought it was one. Uh, well, a I know Honda. He's got the, a Honda He's got jet. the Honda, and a Honda jet. That was seized by the federal government under a warrant signed by a judge because of this. He's he's facing, for the, for the attorney malfeasance case, we should, if we call it, the most recent one. For that one alone, if found guilty of everything, is looking at up to, get this, 335 years wow. of prison. Wow. And, and by the way, that coffee company you're talking about, allegedly he withheld their taxes but didn't pay them. Yeah. Well, the yes. thing I'm more worried about is the 335 years. How many vitamins he's going to have to take to stay alive? Oh, I, I, I know. I mean, with, with that, like, if you believe in reincarnation, if you die and come back, do they just like, oh yeah, don't, don't even worry about kindergarten. You got to go back and finish your time. Yeah, kindergarten. You're a dog. Oh, you're going into dog. Yeah, he would be a very popular courthouse lawyer. Yes, oh, yes. He, uh, <laughs> I, I don't really no want to comment. get into that. No, that's he's going to be popular in prison. That's all. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. But. Um, <laughs> In addition to all that, he's also, in essence, in addition to being allegations he stole from his clients, the IRS is coming after him for unpaid taxes, right. so there's claiming he stole from the government, and he's entitled to a full defense. That was one of his tweets, I'm entitled to the presumption of innocence, although he didn't necessarily grant that to people he was accusing six months ago, but <laughs> that is what he is, he's going to mount a firm defense, we'll see where it goes. Hey, thanks for joining us for uh, Radio Law Talk Hour one, Todd Cuter and I and uh, Cal Hunter. We're having a blast here without Denise Dirks to make sure we're doing everything right. And uh, just come back or listen to us on RadioLawTalk.com if you want to listen to other uh, segments. We'll be back.
you have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated.